This is Paul Shepherd, and welcome to the Mindset Changing Podcast. We are now on episode six of the Anxiety and Stress Healing Series, and today we are going to focus on something that not many people talk about because it tends to bring up thoughts of shame, embarrassment, and fear. Now, a few days ago, I uploaded to TikTok. An experience which happened to me, which at the time made me question my sanity. But I was so ashamed of what happened that I didn't reach out for help. And if I had, it would have saved me months and months of worry. Little did I know how much this story would resonate with people on TikTok. Over 176,000 people have viewed the video so far, with over 1,000 people commenting and sharing their experiences. So many people expressed relief when I explained what they were going through was pretty normal. So what was it? Let me tell you the story. And then I'm going to go into it from there. So a few decades ago, when I was still experiencing anxiety symptoms, I was sat in a friend's flat having coffee, chatting away. And as I was drinking the coffee, I suddenly had this thought. What if you threw this hot cup of coffee into her face? It was so quick and it was so intrusive that it terrified me. I started to feel quite strange. There was tension building up in my body and naturally I was worrying that that meant I was going to do it. Now of course, if anyone knows me, I'm not the violent type. This goes against everything that I believe in how we should treat other people, just not that person. So to have this type of thought in my mind with what felt like an urge of tension that meant I could do it was beyond terrifying. I began to question my sanity. Am I a psychopath? Didn't know much about it back then, but I was questioning myself. And I remember sat there with my friend, faking as much as I could a smile while I slowly put my cup of coffee down, hands shaking, and just left it there. Now the thought and the feeling passed, but I was shook. I tried to drink the coffee again, but the thought materialised, and I was panicking. I did leave in the end, making excuses, wondering what on earth was going on with me. Now, unfortunately, the thought became a bit more frequent, but not with just hot drinks. It would do it with any type of drink, where I would just have this flash of me just literally throwing it into someone's face, a violent act. And I didn't reach out to speak to a therapist because I didn't want to explain to someone why I was having such violent thoughts and then have someone go through with me, why was I such a violent person? 
I also didn't want to discover there was something wrong with me, that I was a violent person. So I literally buried my head in the sand. Now, every time I tried not to think of throwing water or coffee in someone's face, the thoughts began to materialise and would be much stronger than before. It really became an issue that I had to get sorted. Now, I've been training for some years in counselling or sorts of therapies. No one had mentioned these types of thoughts. So I didn't know that they were completely and utterly normal. If I had known that, oh, the sigh of relief. I can imagine my young shoulders just relaxing and just thinking, I am normal. But at the time, I seriously thought there was something wrong with me. What I was experiencing is known as an intrusive thought. So what is an intrusive thought? Well, An intrusive thought is a sudden, involuntary thought that can pop into your head without any warning. And these thoughts can contain disturbing, violent images and fantasies which can terrify you or leave you wondering what type of person has these type of thoughts. Now, quite brilliantly, other people who'd had these types of thoughts and had them treated or began to explore what they were also messaged other people on TikTok to say what they're experiencing was completely normal. And we all have them to some degree on various levels. Though if they are impacting your life so negatively, it's worth checking with a GP and a therapist just to check there's no underlying health conditions or trauma which just needs some treatment. Now I'm wondering if you can relate to some of these common examples of intrusive thoughts. They tend to focus on something inappropriate or embarrassing. Chopping vegetables is a very common one. The thought of chopping off your own fingers or stabbing family members with knives in your kitchen pops up a lot. Violent acts towards someone you're with, including biting, punching, stabbing... People often tell me and mentioned in various messages thoughts of driving into buildings, driving into people or driving off of something high like a bridge or a cliff. Dropping babies, puppies down the stairs or out of windows, destroying something important or very useful to you like a phone throwing it out the window, sexual fantasies with someone you wouldn't even dream of actually, in reality, having sex with. You can have intrusive thoughts telling you you have a disease, even though there's no evidence of anything being wrong with you. And intrusive thoughts can even use superstition to tell you to do something to avoid bad luck. And if you're struggling with OCD then these types of thoughts can lead to rituals and behaviours and total overreactions. So if you do have OCD and these types of thoughts and you've not received treatment just yet, please reach out to someone and get the help you need. Because long-term focus on these types of thoughts can lead to depression. They really do upset your neurochemistry and inflame your nervous system, which as I've discussed in previous episodes, really has an impact on your mental health. 
Now you may be wondering, quite naturally, why the heck do we have them in the first place? Lots of theories, but the one I subscribe to that makes the most sense to me is that we evolved in a very hostile environment where what-ifs literally saved our lives. Predicting the worst and avoiding it, even if it was just a fantasy, kept our species alive. I mean, if you're walking through the jungle and that rustle in the bush suddenly triggers the thought of being torn apart by a tiger... That's such a powerful thought, creating very graphic imagery, which triggers the flight or fight response and will get us to safety. If it turned out to be just some wind rustling through the leaves in a bush, the only thing that could be dented is our pride. If it had turned out to be a tiger, we got ourselves to safety. So imagining the worst is natural to us. This is why anxiety in lots of ways is our natural way of being. It's just that as we've evolved into a more complex society, we are demanding more quality of life, where our risks tend to be more emotional-based, trying to avoid shame, embarrassment or guilt. So this process of trying to predict the worst for us to avoid has to be super quick. So our supercomputer of a brain looks into the future It's not psychic, but it tries to predict from what we have going on from the present moment every possible danger to your physical and emotional well-being. And that all happens within the subconscious mind. And if the brain receives any signals that there's a possible problem, it's already done a calculation and prediction and it can quickly shove it into your conscious mind for you to have a reaction to. And this is all done on autopilot. It's all done automatically. How amazing is that? Well, it would be good if it worked perfectly, but it doesn't. If only those predictions stayed in the subconscious mind until needed. But they don't. They can leak, just like any junk thought, into the conscious mind. Now, any junk thoughts, which mean nothing to us, get dismissed. We might even think, what was that about? But any thought, any prediction, which taps into our core values and is the opposite of our core values, is going to get noticed. Because remember, your brain is predicting And this is really important to remember. Your brain is predicting everything you do not want to happen to your life. Everything. Everything you don't want to do to another person. Everything you don't want to happen to yourself. Your number one goal is survival. Hence, it has to try and predict these things. And if some of these thoughts leak to the surface, I'm sure you know how you've responded. So yes, they do latch on to your core values. So for example, like me, if you're a non-violent person, then an intrusive thought of hurting someone is so abhorrent 
that seeing that type of thought will really trigger a strong emotional response. If animals really do mean something to you, then it must be painful to experience a thought of you hurting an animal. If you really value your life, the people around you, then it must be terrible to notice an intrusive thought about ending your life or hurting these people. So knowing your core values is a good reminder that you would not do what the thought suggests. It's just not you. They don't represent you. They are simply a reflection of what you don't want to happen. We can have intrusive thoughts in pretty much normal scenarios. And we can call them catastrophic thoughts. So for example, I was diving a couple of years ago in Borneo. And the dive master said, there's sharks down here. Now, I grew up in the 70s with the film Jaws. So naturally, upon hearing that there might be sharks down there, my brain created this thought instantly of me being bitten into two by a giant great white shark. I took a deep breath. I allowed the thought to be there, even though it seemed very graphic. I didn't realise I looked like that from the inside. And I reminded myself that this was a very dramatic, catastrophic thought. That's all it was. So I asked the dive master, what type of sharks are they? Quite small ones. And in fact, when we went down, they were indeed quite tiny. I was more interested in the squid that were down there anyway. Much more fun, much more colourful. Now you might also notice that you might have some intrusive thoughts where your brain plays out various scenarios where you might see yourself having an argument with friends or fighting with strangers or as one person said, they imagine their house being under a terrorist attack. Sounds like an episode of 24. And the danger comes into just reading too much into these types of thoughts. The brain does like to imagine the worst. It likes to prepare us. That's one of the theories for possible future events, no matter how fantastic they seem logically. Paying too much attention to these types of thoughts can change your neurochemistry and not in a pleasant way. Adding more cortisol and inflaming your nervous system impacts your serotonin, dopamine, your glutamate, your GABA levels, everything you need to feel good. So you have to wake up out of that autopilot trance, remind yourself these thoughts are a waste of your time, a waste of your energy and can impact you on a level which you just don't need right now. They are just thoughts. I do laugh when I call myself dramatic, which is fun for me. It tends to make me laugh and tends to help me move my mind on. Some people remind themselves that these types of thoughts are just monkey bullshit. They come from the part of the brain, the primal brain, which is the limbic system, your survival centre. And by just naming it as a character, like the monkey, helps them move on. Other ways to treat your intrusive thoughts is with CBT. If they're really getting to you, you can do a cognitive behaviour therapy process to get them out into the open and just break them down. 
to help your mind move on by helping you realize that you're not likely to act upon these types of thoughts. Other ways of managing these types of thoughts that I would recommend. Mindfulness is a wonderful way to learn thought management. Combine that with CBT and you are on to an absolute winner. Learning to calm down your nervous system because when we're a little bit stressed, when we're a little bit more anxious, we can have these thoughts a bit more often. If you're noticing these thoughts, it could be a sign that you're simply doing too much and your body needs to rest. Again, we can take these signals and signs to make sure that we're getting ourselves back into balance. If you are struggling with intrusive thoughts and you think you need to speak to someone, please reach out to someone like myself or contact a therapist in your local area. But remember, they are just thoughts, no matter what the content. Just because you're thinking it doesn't mean to say it means something. It was liberating for me to know that, to find that out. I mean, I used to think that just because I was thinking stuff, it must mean something about me. No, it doesn't. And I remember that coming from mindfulness itself. So liberating to realize that thoughts are just thoughts. I have a favor to ask. Please. Could you leave a review for this podcast if you're enjoying it? Just an honest review. Be most appreciated to let others know what to expect when it comes to listening to this podcast. What would they get from it? It's probably easier to do through Apple, but if there's a review system through the app you're using, I would be very grateful. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any feedback that you'd like to share, any requests for any subjects you would like me to cover, anything you'd like me to do differently, I'm thinking of changing the theme tune at the beginning. What are your thoughts? Please share, please subscribe, and have an amazing day.